I grab the dude. I, I get him on top of a car. His head is right here. This cocksucker, Mike, bit my fucking ear. Oh, motherfucker. It looks, oh, Look no. I got the oh, Evander Holyfield. You do? You do. And these dudes are laughing like, yo, son, your ear got bit. Yo, son, son. your ear. <laughs> son. <laughs> All right, we got another um, episode, um, exciting episode here in Hot Boxing with Evan Britton and Mike Tyson. We got our main man here right here, Mr. Michael Rappaport. Hell yeah. Glad to be here. Good to have you Glad here, man. Glad to be here. It's, a, it's, it's, it's literally a, a when and where when, when, when uh, it comes to Mike Tyson. Now, tell us, man, where are you, where are you actually from? And how, huh? Right, I'm from Manhattan. Yeah, I grew up in Manhattan, born and raised in Manhattan, uh, my whole life. Um, you know, grew up in the city playing ball. That was my thing, playing really? ball. Oh yeah, that's what I loved. And then, and then, you know, when I was 12, uh, I met uh, my friend, my best friend, who's from Howard Houses. I told you about. Yeah, this. yeah, Howard Houses. That, that's that's my my neighborhood. Yeah, Brownsville, Howard Houses. That's where at the PAL where you learn to box there. Too. Yeah. So in 1982. And you know what I remember was like, I mean, you were probably 15, 16. I, I used to go out to Brownsville. I was 12, 12 year old mm. white dude. And I'd go play ball in Howard, played for uh, the Brownsville Jets with Jocko and then. Jocko! Yeah. Oh, Jocko Pat, my yeah, man, yeah, Jocko. Yeah. Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> Shit. And World Be Free was out yeah, there. World Pearl Be was out there. there. Fly was out there. Fly Williams, Your yeah. guys, uh, my guy, uh, Wolf and those guys. Guys that knew you, Hammer and all these guys from Howard. And uh, but I was a kid. I was a fucking you know twelve. And you know Mike knows what it was like out there. But I wasn't involved Listen, with anything. I was a kid. That's what I want to say. How did you get out there? Because if any white guy out there, he's a dangerous person. What nah, were you doing out there? I was a man? ball player. You know when yeah. you when you oh, come out there. First of all, I wasn't in any. When you're twelve, you're uh, twelve years old, and like I knew everybody in Howard. So that's you know, a trip, man. It, it's a fucking trip when you think think about it. And this is when that's a trip. You know this. It was it was crazy because at that time. I remember in spring break of 83, I was out there playing ball with my friends, and there would be gunshots. And I would literally like, oh, shit. <laughs> and my friends would laugh because they were so accustomed to it. And when I look back and you think about in America, in Brooklyn, the fact that little kids would be get accustomed. Yeah, they're hitting gunshots. Like not, they're not, not flinching. jumping, not flinching. I, <laughs> laughing you know, at Where me. that came from. <laughs> and, and so, and then, and then I remember, you know, when you started, uh, uh, when I started hearing your name, Brownsville and Mike Tyson from Brownsville, Kid Dynamite and Sports Illustrated and seeing you on ESPN. Like, you know, there's so much people that came from Brownsville from the ballplayers, World Be Free to, to Pearl to, you know, Jimmy Smith to Otis, uh, Otis Wilson of the, yes. the, the Bears and, <laughs> This little, this little fucking neighborhood, and uh, you know, and for me being around that at that time, I was exposed to so much shit, and it's a good thing, you know, because it opened my eyes and made me realize it's not just the East Side of Manhattan, and so it was a, it was a dope upbringing, but it was all basketball and hip hop and, and, and chasing girls, you know, like I wasn't That's a trip, man. Brownsville, yeah. the dangerous place, it's man. a fucking dangerous place. It's a dangerous place. Dangerous fucking place. Dangerous fucking place. But I was always, you know, looked after and shit because I wasn't a trouble. Oh, they got you. They got. I don't care what color you. They got you. You're in. You they know, got you. you. Got you. Don't got to worry about they, it. They they had me and like motherfuckers were like, yo, this is our guy. No <laughs> yeah, bullshit. Once, once they say that, you good. You in. This is our man right here. Yeah. You in. Yeah. So. 
That's why I grew up in New York City, and, and, and you know, it was all I, I had hoop dreams. I wanted to be an NBA player. I wanted to be a, a, a professional basketball player, but I, my hoop dreams turned into, you know, hoop nightmares. So listen, <laughs> how did you flip out? Because that must have been your relationship with hip-hop, hanging around those guys in the Browns yeah. and stuff. And the radio, you know, and, 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 and the radio. Like, hip-hop was, you know, my father worked at, he was the general manager of WKTU Disco 92 with Paco and Roscoe. And, and, and before, this was a, a, the first station in New York City to play disco. And before they played disco, they played mellow rock. This is like 77, 78, 79. And in 79, he came home and he said, uh, you know, station's going to disco. I'm nine. He just was telling me about it. And he started playing all disco. And the station went from the bottom of the ratings to the top. But that same year... He brought home a record. He brought home a promotional copy of Rapper's Delight by the Sugar Hill Gang. And he said, this is rap music. It's going to be a dope. big thing. And Fuck. I fucking would get all the records. And then being out in the streets playing ball and listening to BLS and Kiss and shit like that. I just was a... Frankie like, Crocker. Frankie Chief Rocker. Frankie yeah, Crocker. Frankie And Crocker. Mr. Magic Ma- and Red Alert. Oh, Magic and yeah. Red Alert. Red Alert. Yeah. And, and, and that shit was just, you know, it was just around me. So it was just an organic thing. And I fell in love with hip-hop, the music. And then later on, you know, like going to the clubs. You ever been in Latin Quarters? Latin Quarters, Yeah, yo. back in the 80s, early <laughs> yeah. 80s, Latin Quarters, the tunnel and yeah. all that stuff. But Latin Quarters and Union Square and all mm. that shit was fucking... Was, it was on Union Square and 14. Yeah. Bro, Union Square, I remember going there. with was the madhouse. Were, were you going the there before you were Mike Tyson or were you going in there to rob shit? No, I never... Listen... This is the deal, right? I had just stopped doing the robbing stuff. I had just met Cuss, and I was starting to hang out in the clubs again and stuff. This is like 86? No, this is like what? What, what is it now? 81, 82, okay, okay. 83. I would go back and visit and stuff. And, man, in the clubs, it was just crazy. They were the misfits. Only the misfits went to hip-hop. If you wasn't a misfit, you wouldn't be there. It was just a place that people said, you was at that hip-hop place? Man, wow, man, you better be careful in there. It was wild in yeah. the clubs. <laughs> Yo, you would see you. I I saw this with my own eyes in '86 in Union Square. Girls get their fucking earrings snatched. You know, dudes getting and and you you. I mean, in a club like I'm like and I'm like what robberies, the robberies, open robberies, right? Snatching chains, beating motherfuckers. You know, taking motherfuckers jackets, and 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 it was it was in the club. I, I was in Latin quarters. I, I never forgot this. It was either '86 or '87. In, in, in Latin quarters where infamously Plaxico Burris, yeah, that's, he where, he oh, really? that's where he shot himself. Really? That's where he shot himself? Going up wow. the stairs. Oh, man. But this is, that's Latin fucking quarters. nuts. That's where that happened? And Latin quarters was I like around. I think people even go out to Latin quarters anymore. Yeah, still, this still. fucking guy. But Latin quarters is like a place that I guess it was around in the fucking 50s. It's God. been around. But I remember being in Latin quarters, standing next to the late Scott LaRock from BDP. I used to see him out there. He had the S. And, and, and he asked me to come to the video. Maybe you're around, man. I'll take my number. Come to the video. They were shooting the video. Were you in it? No, I wasn't in it. I was just doing it. I ain't knew nothing about. I ain't know anything about videos and stuff back then. I ain't know. It was. It, but I, and 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 I, there was a, fi- a fight broke out. There was always fights. But I remember it was just the winter time. I'm Scholar Rock is right here, and we're like leaning on the thing. And there's a fight. You're not really paying attention because they would get broken up, and it'd be little skirmishes. But this was a big fight, and it was happening over there. And these are grown men. I'm 16. This ninth, you know, they didn't serve. The reason why they let kids in is because they didn't serve alcohol at the bar. I realized this later. So, so 
a, a, a dude reaches into his 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 uh his I think it was like a sheepskin or his a bubble goose and pulls out a sword in the club. Not a little fucking box cutter, a sword out of his shit. Confederate sword, right? Yo, I ran down the stairs <laughs> and 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 to to leave probably right where Plaxico Burris shot himself, and then a a, a a a somebody else from behind me breaks a bottle over somebody and the glass shards on me, <laughs> and I'm like, fu- and I'm going to get my jacket from the jacket coat. I say, fuck my jacket. I go down the stairs and I swear this is all true, and you, there was a glass window. And and out of the, while I'm going down the stairs to the glass window, I see a guy. I see this. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. This is on in Times Square. I mean, in Union, like in t- Times Square. This is in like 11, 30, 12, 30 at night. God. And I go into the corner. Me and this girl, we're just like waiting for the shit to stop. And then it just stopped. Got my jacket. And, and a couple of weeks later, I was back at Latin Quarters. Like it was like it was nothing. But it, to, to see that shit, when you think about like the danger that was going on when you're 16, 17, you're so fucking dumb. And and I wasn't a tough guy. I was around tough guys. Yeah, um, but listen, can I tell you something? The, the adrenaline is addicting. You want to go back to that club again? You yeah. see them beautiful chicks you never seen before. Them hot like Latino chicks chilling out. Hell yeah! Oh, you like, oh, Hell yeah! Nigga. Hell yeah! And then I and then Mike. I, I, the the one, the first time I saw Mike Tyson, you hadn't won the belt yet. You had been on the cover of Kid Dy- uh, Kid, Kid Kid Dynamite. You had been the cover of Sports Illustrated. But I remember I saw you walking down the Deuce. In a red fila jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sick. And you, I guess you had gotten cut sparring and you had a band aid and you were walking with a chick and you had a rope on and you were walking. It was that Brownsville walk. Shit, that's you, years ago. I was a teenager, probably. Yeah. yeah but God, you were Mike Tyson, damn. but I remember, like, you weren't like famous, famous, but you, like, if you knew boxing and I, I remember you, I walked past you and I was with my friend. Gerald, who's from Browns, and we were like, oh, shit, there's Ike Tyson. And we just said, what's up, Mike? And you, you were holding the girl's hand. You had the, the rope on and, and your, 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 uh, your fila velour shit. And I was just like. So dope. I never, and it was when the deuce was still the deuce. Yeah, it was, well, listen, man, listen. I first came to the deuce in, what, 1977. I was 11 years old. I'm on the deuce, right? I'm going there with pickpocket. And so um, when I get there, it's so you, it's like you never believe in your life. You have thousands of people walking around, and you have people coming up to you. I got that cocaine, got that weed, got that pussy on the side, got that bitches, got hoes, got pictures of cocaine, <laughs> and people. Just, and the shit is just overwhelming. You're intoxicated, right? And then you're, you're getting your friends That's a little block, kid. picking pockets and stuff. Some people we. Um, some people we have to rob. If we have a bad dude, we have to rob one of the goddamn um, <laughs> the perverts and stuff. The guys that want you to suck, want to suck your dick and shit. So we set them up and robbed them. Say we gonna let them suck our dick. So we oh, fucked them up shit. real bad, <laughs> and we robbed them. Dude, and, um, the aesthetic incredible. of it was crazy it's too. So with all crazy. The- that it was. This is right. I mean, it's it's like some straight up taxi driver shit. Yeah. Like this is yeah. like. Yeah, it was. Like yeah. it was. You know, pornos and movies yeah. and pimps and like it wasn't. That's not a set. That's a real fucking. And if you fuck up, you can die. Yeah. You get left up there. Well, my brother and I, we're we were born in New York City, lived in Brooklyn till I was ten. Then my mom moved us out here. But we were talking about you know, and that was the early nineties. How much cleaner it was. Um, oh, he. Giuliani, but it was did, still he did a good job. Crazy, give him that. You know? let, let me ask you something, Mike, because because you, you you're a little older than me and and, and you're a New Yorker. Because people go back and forth. This, you know, that's like uh, 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 like some people say the old New York. I'm like, yo, the way we describe that 
it's cool to reminisce about it, but that shit wasn't dope. Like, this, I, I couldn't take my kid there. I right. couldn't take my kid there. Right, right. I would never want it to be like that again. You, you, like, no. you, like, let alone your kids, like, as an adult, yeah. if you went there you now, you'd have to feel be like, safe. You right. feel safe. I would never. It's so beautiful. I take my kids, baby. I can remember I couldn't bring you here, baby. I couldn't bring my kids here. No, why would you bring your kids in? No, like, it's a fucking fuck. porno, weed, coke, <laughs> whores, cool, pimps. Fuck. Uh, scumbags, fucking robbers. It's the lowest of the lows of the city. And everybody came from different states just to see this. Right. Oh, everybody was so dirty. Everybody was so fucking dirty. Shithole. Man. So crazy. It was a fucking slimy. mess. We were real slimy people back then. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was <laughs> real slimy. So yeah, so that's by New York is. I mean, shit. It's it's change. It's change. But it's it's good. It's good. Change is good. You know. For you know, there's always pros and cons. All that shit. Yeah. So how'd you get into acting, man? I got into acting because I wanted to be a basketball player. I knew when I was about 17, I wasn't even going to come close to being a basketball player. I'd gotten <laughs> kicked out of school every single year just for talking shit. I wasn't, no, no, I wasn't burning buildings down or starting fires. I just was disruptive, disruptive behavior. Did your mother take you to the doctor to get you medicine and stuff? They for wanted shit? to give me yeah. medicine in the third grade. They did that to me. Did they give you the <laughs> yeah. medicine? They like gave you the medicine? Thorthine and all that yeah. shit, man. It's crazy. They gave it to you when you were young? Shit. Yeah, man. Like, I was a fucking maniac. That's why I turned out fucked up. <laughs> my, my, my father didn't let me get on this shit. I he probably could Yeah. I probably could have used a little fucking mood stabilizer, but they, they at the time, it was Not so... Not back then. Now yeah. you could. Back you could then, use a little, a little dip. fucked up back then. Yeah. What would they would they had you on because you were just were you were you wild physically wild emotionally like why did like, oh emotionally physically cried the drop of the dime attacked the teacher all that crazy shit one, right. one of those guys right. in the class right. robbed the teacher snatch a purse and leave the fucking class run up the classroom where do you think you're going with a purse I'm gonna spend the money I know I gotta come back to school but, and I come back to school the cops be there to arrest my ass that's fucking Fuck. crazy this is in Brooklyn yeah yeah so I, I uh. I was just disruptive, but I would have been in the class. You know, they called it the retarded class. They, special ed. Special ed. I was in special ed. Fucking sick class. And you know, the fucked up thing is we were just in there. And I was in there with Riddick Buck. Remember Riddick Buck? Yeah, yeah. Me and him was in fucking special ed together. In, in, in junior high school? Public school. Or, ele- elementary? Yeah. You and Riddick? Yeah. Jesus fucking. And the, two Taylor Chen went to Brown's school though. together. We went to school together. And Mike, tell That's ex- crazy, ex- Mike. Same school. Explain Same how time. small Brownsville is to, in, in terms of like. The fact that two heavyweight champions at the same time from the same era came out of. Explain the, the size of it. Listen, right? It's a trip. It's not a big. It's not big, but it's over fucking crowded, over populated. Projects. Just prop projects, right? And we have people on top of one another. It's constantly pressure on top of one another. And every now and then it starts to blow and people just start shooting and stuff, robbing. We have riots. It's just really crazy. Small fucking area. Shooting cops, cops shooting us. Yeah. You know, it's fucked up because they can't can't fix Brownsville unless... They, there's too many projects. Listen, um, they're not going to gentrify Brown, Brownsville. I always said that that's not that's the only part of Brooklyn that's not going to get the the pretty to go fix it up. They may put a few trees there, but they're not going to fix it up. They're not going to make condominiums out of the projects. It's just it's too much. Yeah, you know, it was a really it was a waste. It was a waste field before it was a Brownsville. Brownsville was just a waste field where they put the garbage at, and then they turned it in. Some guy Brown Brown bought it. Oh so, shit. They called it Brownville, and they cleaned it up with no more garbage. 
dump. And Brownsville, East New York, that's sort of, like, if you look at the beginning of Goodfellas, like, like there was, like, Italians. Yeah. My grandmother grew up in East New York. Um, Gotti's from Brownsville. Right. John Gotti's from Brownsville. So, I, I mean, I don't know how the fuck that shit happened, but it's, it's a, I don't know, man. It's, it's a fucked up, it's a, it's a, it's a fucked up, fucked up situation out there because now that they're trying to, you know, give people better opportunities in Brooklyn. I don't know how the fuck they're going to fix that Remember shit. Remember Joe Pepitone? He got busted in Brownsville? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the day. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Fighting. Joe Pepitone. That's crazy. So, yeah. So I, so, I was a shit talker as far as going back to the act. I was a shit talker. I had a big mouth. Funny. And I always loved comedy. And I loved Eddie Murphy. Like, I wanted... But I didn't want to be a comedian. I wanted to be Eddie Murphy. Everybody did back then, man. He was the man. Oh, you yeah. Have no idea. He was just the fucking man. He He's the f- first guy. Then I realized I wanted Rolls Royce. I've been to his house and stuff. Because before, I was always living in an apartment, condos and stuff in the city, right? And then I went over to his house. I saw his mansion, his property, his car. The shit in Jersey? Yeah, right? Bubble Hill, wherever it was. And that's, that's what I want. I don't want a condom. I want to live in a house. That's dope. That was like uh, the, the one of the first like party like you guys used to party your asses oh, off. Oh man, like, didn't we, man? What to... do you remember about that shit specifically at Eddie's crib? Did he have crazy parties? He was known like he was he was doing that shit before. It was like, but the, he didn't drink or anything. Listen, right? But he liked yeah, bitches, yeah, yeah. girls, <laughs> women. Sorry, yeah, he had a bunch. Listen, we'll, we'll, cut that. we'll cut women. that. We always had a bunch of girls there, but at this time in my life, I was really just on the scene. I was a little bit shy and stuff, but he had them all. He had them all. Everybody. You know? Yes. Um, I even married. Listen, I married to a girl that eventually was partying there with me one time. I married her and stuff. Wow. She was my wife. Out there? Yeah, but she couldn't cook because she had a boyfriend. Her boyfriend wouldn't let her come to Eddie's party. Wait, so not, not the marriage, down. not Robin? No fucking way. Before that? <laughs> no, after that. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's crazy. So, so yeah. So, I mean, so but I, I like Eddie was like the guy. I wanted to be. I loved movies, and when I realized, I, you know, I wasn't going to be a basketball player, I started doing comedy when I was nineteen. This is nineteen eighty nine, and then when I started doing comedy, I was okay. I, I was I was okay. I could talk shit. I could bullshit around. But then the first time I ever read a scene, like a, like sides from a scene, like a scene, like it came more natural than ever playing basketball, mm. than doing comedy. And I was like, this is what I'm going to do. Like I knew. What Probably, was that? It, it it was a you know what it was a show for HBO that never went, but but reading the sides like it was like literally like a fish to water like basketball yeah. never came as easy yeah nothing nothing ever came as easy like I was like I'm gonna do this and wow. and 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 I it just was a, I it was like a comfort doing it and and then I fortunately got good breaks I got good breaks because I I knew I could do it but then it's about the opportunities and. You know, and if, you know, and I got I got a good break when I was young, and and you know, been rocking ever since, and love doing it still, and you know, like I love, I don't like the business of it. Nobody Show- likes the business of anything, man. Yeah. The business, is the, the objective <laughs> right. is him to win and you to lose. Yeah, the business is you know bullshit. I mean? It's show business. It should be called business show. Because mm. because without the business, there's no fucking show. But the actual <laughs> doing of it, the doing it. And 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 the performing and the artistry of it, like I I, I still get elation from doing it, and I, and I love doing it. So it's awesome, man. You've always been one of my favorite personalities, dude. 
I remember, listen, don't you remember that I had a fight one day. I don't know where was the fight in Tennessee. I think Jay-Z and them had some shit, and you was hosting for them. <laughs> hosting for Jay-Z and them. Yeah, when you fought the fucking, what was the uh, the, the, the black snake? Black motherfucker. Oh, excuse me, the black rhino. The black rhino. Yeah, black. And, 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 and Jay-Z was ho- doing a show for, for, for Showtime, a concert. This is like. 2001, 2002. Something like that. And, and, and uh, it was going to be a concert. Then we were going to go right to the fight. And I was, I was hosting it. And this was when Jay-Z's Rockefeller, Dame Dash, Beanie Siegel, Freeway, and all them. And I was the host. And I was like the liaison to get from, you know, I got Jay on stage. And then afterwards, like, all right, we're heading right over to the, to the fight. We had a police escort. And this is my first time seeing, no, it's my second time seeing a Mike. Maybe it's the first time seeing a Mike Tyson fight. Was the McNeely fight after this or before this? Before this. This is before McNeely? After it. Okay, so I was at the McNeely fight. So I go to these fucking 87-second fights. <laughs> you know, where you're all hyped and shit, and then yeah. it's like it's over before, you know. So, so we do the show. We get a police escort over to the arena. I sit right in fucking literally where my hands are on the ring. Like, literally ringside. Like, I'm like this. That's Mike dope. comes out. Boom, 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 boom. The whole thing's fucking over. It wasn't even as long as a Jay-Z song. And it was like, I go to see these bullshit fights. And, you know, but I got to see Mike fight. And, and you know, it's... You know, you look back on it. It's a fucking... It was a, it was a dope-ass... A dope-ass... Dope-ass time. A dope-ass memory to have that. You know, in the history of it. Especially it also being a boxing fan. Like, I grew up such... A fan of boxing, and 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 such a fan of <clears throat> the ABC fights. Such a fan of yeah, Ali's. remember that stuff Saturday fights. Yeah, and and you know, and then like when the guys and they were like in the morning, afternoon time. You, you didn't even like. You, yeah. It wasn't like you could. You didn't just come on morning, and shit. Afternoon time. And and you you know your your other guy like I remember watching Mark Breland and Aaron Pryor. Yeah, and boom boom like that fight where that guy that was on 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 ABC fight. Yeah, that yeah, was like during the that daytime. Was a great fight too. They and both were fighting. They too. were banging. It was yeah, it was ter- fifteen fight. rounds. They were banging. That's that's one of the reasons they changed it to twelve rounds because most of the death happens after the twelfth round. Yeah. Thirteen rounds, fourteen rounds. But the fights were big, so like you know, being around it, and my father loved fight fighting, and I used to go to the fights. But I, every fight that I've gone to, every boxing match that I've gone to live has been a, a whack fight. If it was in Mike's fights, I seen a couple of bullshit um, fights with my man, um, my man from Philly, Bernard Hopkins live. Always bad fights or boring <laughs> fights. Um, I've never been to a like I've never been to a, a fight fight. Like even like the the, the Riddick, uh, the Riddick, uh, um, uh, Holyfield fights. Like I was never at good fights. I watch them on TV, but I w- I've never seen like a great boxing match live. Man, shit, fucking Chavez was the beast back in the day. It's Julio Cesar Chavez, a motherfucker. Ooh, <laughs> fuck. Aaron Pryor, yeah, and Alexis God, Agu- the Guayo. God, Guayo will kill you. Um, I saw him when they hit this guy in the liver, the liver, the fucking spleen. Never, boom! The guy started just shitting on himself oh. during the fight. Yeah, he started shitting on his busted stool. Whoa. Mike, just as a fan, forget the business of it, because obviously, yeah. you, you know, I, like you, you're such a fan, or you were. I don't know if you still are. Not as much. And you know boxing so well, but just as a fan, to to to, to the fan in you, are you sad at the state of boxing today? Just just as a fan. You know what? This is what I have to say. I'm sad at the state of the promotion of boxing. There's a couple of good fighters. Um, 
There's some Errol Spence's out there. There's Giovanni Davis. And plus, you know, they got the great fucking um, Liam Lomachenko. Uh-huh. Right? Um, those guys should be put up... Um, Promoted more, they should, people should know who they are because these guys are really splendid fighters, and they would make people go back and see boxers if people knew who they were. Do you think that? Do you think that the fact that like um, the Klitschko guys and 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 Lennox started it because he was extra big, but do you think that these guys being like six nine, rock 'em sock 'em robot shit has taken away from the heavyweight uh, the, the heavyweight division? Because like in, in your prime, you're two twenty. Yeah, two seventeen. Two seventeen. These guys, I mean, whether you could beat them or not, it's just like, why is a six foot nine, two hundred and eighty pound guy fighting a two hundred seventeen pound guy? And this is the heavyweight. This is fucking like like to me it's like when like when you're watching two six foot nine guys just boom, 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 they could barely fucking move. Uh whether they did good or not, Klitschko did yeah. good or not. Uh, what is this? It's not, is not interesting. Like Ali was 6'3", 220. Ernie Shavers, yeah. these guys were in big guys. Like, I feel like there should be a Just division move. for that weight, like between 200 and 240. No, this is the reason you can't do that. Know why? Because <laughs> it's interesting because there's still guys at 200 pounds that can knock a guy out that's 260. But what if you get the you best 200 I mean? guy can't knock the best 260 guy out? It depends. It depends on the fight. It depends on the will, the determination of the fight. See, just being a, um, a big fighter, it doesn't mean anything. And just being a thief of your big is good, but if the guy's will and determination, he can beat you. I, I know, but I'm saying, like, even, like, I'm, like but, but to, as a division, like, the best of the best is there's a certain thing. But, like, I'm saying, like, you know, like, the, 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 as a whole, the heavyweight division, you notice the fucking, that used to be the, the, the biggest star in the world, whoever it was. If it was you, if it was Buster Douglas, yes. if it was Ali, Ken Norton. Going back, that was the guy, and now it's like, who's the heavyweight champion? It, oh, it's Tyson Fury, Deontay. Oh, wait, what? Ha- we don't know what the fuck. We, we, yeah. It's just eventually in time they're going to have to take care of that, get that together, and all these guys are going to have to just fight one day, I guess, I hope. <laughs> I just hope. throw down, right? Yeah, I hope. I just miss, I just miss it. I miss it because, you know, I, I like UFC, but I just miss the, that golden era of— It should be one champion— and he should be that's how he should be. He should be one champion. He fights everybody from every division, from every right. um, youth, um organization. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I miss it because I, I I love it. Like you know, I love the, the 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 sport. I love the sport, and I have such admiration for it. And it's just not the same. You know, whatever. No man, it's interesting shit though. You know what? You know what I think is dope, Mike, <laughs> is that I call myself the New Balance King, but. The fact that you fuck with that New Balance dad sneakers, oh, Mike. Do they do they hook you up? Because I got you. Bro. You got the hook up. I got you. Oh yes. shit! I need the hook up. Yo, Mike. You, uh, like you know who's rocking New Balance? It's it's size every seventeen and Michael and Mike Tyson. Size seventeen. Are those joint No, this shot. What's this size? Size. It's 14, 14 for E. Mike, I got 14, you. I got you. I got oh, you. Yes. It's 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 Larry David, Bernie Sanders, Woody Allen, <laughs> every other every other old Jew, and Mike Frank Tyson. Tyson. Fuck, our feet are hurt. My, my feet are yeah. fucked up. You got these are the best. It's soft and everything. You yeah, need them, right? The best, yeah. bro. Can't live without them. Uh, <laughs> can't live your without joints them. are fourteen four E. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck, Mike. <laughs> I'm getting you hooked up. They'll be. I'm getting you fucking hooked up. Yes. 
because I was like, Mike, Mike is rocking the dad shoes now. Like, I love that about that. I love that about Mike. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Can't, can't, I can't wear any other shoes. My yeah, feet I'm on that pain. shit, too. Oh, I can't. My feet are so fucked I up. I can't wear flat shoes. I can't wear any of that flash shit, any of these designs. I think because when I used to fight without my socks and stuff, just barefoot, I got my, um, my feet got all fucking... <laughs> What happens when they get black and hard and yeah. fucking oh, calloused? Man. And yeah, man. Look like my you don't got the gout or some no, shit like that. No, not the gout yet. But my toes blew up. Look at like my toenails blew up. Yeah. You got fucked up feet, Mike? Yeah. Oh, my feet are Me so too, My bro. feet will scare you, man. My feet are like eagle claws, yeah, I, I, bro. No, Listen, mine are good. I cut my wife good. from time with my toenails, man. You're leaning up against yeah. her. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> my wife was like, fuck, baby, I need stitches. That's funny. Hey, I need stitches. Oh fuck, dude! What else, Mike? You fucking with the housewives and shit? I love the housewives. Where are you at right now on your Bravo shit? Listen, know what I do? I must have the uh, what's that? Love and hip hop, but the housewives. I, I deal really with um, the Atlantic housewives. I like them. The Atlanta, a lot. Real housewives of Atlanta. Yeah, I like they're them bugged a lot. out, right? Oh, they're a trip, man. They're I fuck a with trip. And and, and real uh, love and hip hop. I'm I'm just like wow. There is no fucking. There's no shame in the game, uh, loving hip hop and, and and the housewives. Like they just, they just, they just go. Like I guess you get comfortable around the camera because some yeah. people say that shit's fake. I'm like, that ain't fucking. Fake. I agree. No. That listen, they may tell them you got to spice it up a little, make it a little bit more violent or something, get a little bit more drama. Well, I think they but say, they why go, don't you go. go talk to her about <laughs> that thing that really bothers you? Because you, they, Meryl Streep and and Marlon Brando on their best day. They weren't as good as these these oh, people yeah, on these yeah. shows. That ain't it's fake. crazy, bro. This, this shit, man. Really, no, they get paid. They get paid, I would, paid, watch, I would bro. watch it all, motherfucking night. I would watch the reruns because we record them. We watch. I would be on the uh, couch watching it all too. night. I'm glad you hard. guys are you fuck with that because I'm I'm all about it myself. I fuck with it hard. Hills. Some of the people I know, I said, look at this nigga, man. What New York is he doing? City. I can't believe she's saying that shit. Yeah, I may have went out when as I was young. I might have went out with one of the girls. I said, I know she ain't saying this. Yeah. Mike, are you I'm fucking fuck serious? No. What you, you? Some of those you know, some of those housewives, right? You, you when, well, I was just a, we were just yeah, kids back then. I, I, I respect count. it. I, I respect count. it. But when you watch it, because I they're like to me, they're like stars. It's like soap opera. No, they're, they're stars sh- to me too. No fucking deal. The fucking hip hop chicks and the guys. Oh man, I'm hip to all those guys. It's entertainment to me. It's like soap opera for men and shit. Completely, I love it with no shame in my. <laughs> Real men watch Real Housewives. Oh, no doubt, dude. Oh, listen, my man Joe, for one of them fucked up and locked up. Jersey guy, he's fucked up yeah. right now. Yeah, Juicy Joe. Yeah. We got to get Joe out of that Yeah, free Joe. Free <laughs> yeah. Juicy Joe. Fuck Joe. Free fucking Juicy Joe. Yo, what, Mike, what do you think of this uh, this this Empire kid, that Jesse Somlay shit? Oh, Jesse Smollett? Smollett. Oh, Smollett. Smollett. Right. How, from what perspective? I can look at it from another woman to go passionate and say, hey, listen, he's still a human being and what he did. He I want to you to keep it God. funky, Mike. I keep just want it. your instinct on the, like, what the fuck is this guy? I mean, it's not like he's going to an electric chair. Yeah, but listen, no, I think, <laughs> what was the purpose of doing it? You wanted people to love you and feel sorry for you and sympathize with you and get you jobs. And yes. People, get you, you can fuck other motherfuckers now that they know that you're a star, you're a bigger the star. The fame, it fucked them up. The fame fucked, like, he... No. he the attention wasn't enough. He wanted more. He wanted to be a freedom fighter. Yeah, listen. Yeah. Me. No, he just wanted to be a motherfucker held up high. He's right. special. Like, he, yeah, because I think it was all like in his said, I'm the black Tupac. I want to be looked at like somebody's for the culture, about the people, and all well, that, that guy, shit. Is he, who the fuck is the guy beside the thing? Is? I'm not being disrespectful. No, he's a new who's young actor. He's, yeah. not like, so he's not like some 
big. I mean, it's no disrespect. It's like he's an up and coming actor. That's it. That's it, man. What he did set people back. I agree. You know what I mean? I'm not saying could be from a black perspective too, but I'm just talking about more people that are being beat down. These it's, gay it's irresponsible. Guys, you know what I mean? Yeah. He shouldn't have did that. And listen, um, I'm no one to judge, man. But God damn, man, yeah, what I the agree. Fuck you doing? You what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Do do like do do something. Now start a charity. Do do something. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Well, he's gonna go away. Well, then he's, he's claiming have everything he wants when he go to prison. You know what I mean? Well, he's like, claiming. Will, will he have problems if he goes? To, he's not gonna go to prison. He probably do jail like for three months. Or well, isn't he claiming like mental illness? Yeah. And, he, so he's gonna exploit. Yeah, so he exploited being an black. He exploited being gay. Now he's gonna exploit the mental health. The mental. Yeah, is he talking that shit now? That's what he's saying. That's what his out has been. I think. Yo, Mike, <laughs> this is one question I'm going to ask you straight up. <laughs> and I know you don't like to talk about this. But no, I, call, specific- I, love, I love talking about everything nowadays. All right. But when you, <laughs> when, just, just, just simple as this. When you were in prison, yeah, yeah, did yeah. you ever have to shoot joints? That's a question I want to, like, did you ever actually shoot joints? Because there's all these rumors and, like, f- you know, st- like, street fables. But when did you ever have to put hands on somebody when you were locked down? <laughs> um, just one time. One time. Really? One time. Somebody tried, like, wanted to shoot joints or you had, like, like how does that work with you at that time? Somebody said something and I just went over there and hit him. Boom, that's it. Yeah. Why would anyone want, like, they were talking out of pocket to you or just around the, in, in, in you, you know what I mean? No, um, we were locked down for a long time and it was just something that was irritable and he said something that went over there and hit him. Got you. I, all right, so it wasn't like he wanted to square, yeah, like we you were, were locked, going outside. We were locked down. We were just locked I down. Got we you. couldn't get out. We wouldn't go into the gym. We were just locked down. Somebody got stabbed since we were just locked down. And I was just upset, gotcha. miserable. All right, all right. Because you know, like you know, like in penitentiary and these, you know, these movies act like somebody would want to actually shoot joints. No, with you. no, no, that no didn't one wanted to shoot joints. Didn't happen. No. All right, and then my second question, Mike. I know you've talked about this, and he's made a return. And you knew him back in the days, and you probably reconnected with him, Dapper Dan. Oh, that's all. He's looking good too, man. Have you connected him. with him? No, I haven't talked to him, but I, um, we want to get, get him on, on here. We're trying to get him on this um, on, the, on the fucking iPod here. Mike, I, I could connect you. Yo, I could. could yeah. Come on. You do that. Listen, I used to always get my clothes from Dapper Dance back in the 80s, right? And listen, this is what happened. That's how I ran into a stupid motherfucker, Mitch Green, right? <laughs> I had went to Dapper Dan earlier that day, like 12 or 11 o'clock that afternoon or morning, and I fitted for some clothes. And so we were supposed to come later, but we hung out, we partied, we were drinking, and, and we were in D.C., so we drove all the way back. And so we came back, so let's go to that there and get my clothes. We went in there, I got my clothes. We were all laughing. Walter Berry was in there. We were all having a ball. <laughs> we went, everybody was laughing in there. So my back is turned from everybody, but everybody's laughing. And all of a sudden, everybody stopped laughing. And I'm talking stuff. Yeah, and these bitch-ass niggas, yeah, you can't you imagine that shit? I'm waiting to get my stuff. I turned around, Mitch Green's in this motherfucker. These guys are all scared. They don't want to talk. I said, oh, shit, Mitch fucking Green. Then he just started talking. What the fuck you doing in my hood, nigga? Oh, then it was on from then. And you guys, you guys threw down in the street yeah. or in dappers in, right dapp- in the street. Jesus, and it was quick, real quick. Blah blah. <laughs> well, he was talking a lot. <laughs> he was just talking a lot, and um, I really thought he was grabbing for my pocket, trying to pull my pockets out because if he pulled my, rip my pack, all the money will fall. But I won't have chance to get my money. I have to fight this cat, right? And then <laughs> my money's to the wolves. So anyway, that's when I just started punching him. And it was over quick. 
Yeah, I dropped him a couple of times, but he was high on angel dust, so he kept getting up. Right? Just like Friday the 13th, the fucking Michael Myers, that guy. You talk and, about this in your show. Yeah, he's having, boom, I knock him cold. Boom! He gets back up. Boom! I fuck! Right? So one, I'm in the car now, so I'm, I'm in the car. I'm tired because I'm overweight a little bit. I'm fighting this guy. I'm tired, right? I'm a little drunk. Are you bugging that like you this like you're the heavyweight champion and like you're a dapper dance you gotta do this. and like this is happening in the street? Like, are you like what the fuck is going on? Or did you feel comfortable? With that? No, I felt comfortable doing it, but I was like, fuck, nigga, I hurt my hand on this motherfucker, right? Uh. But then I'm um, I'm in the car. He rushes to my car. He breaks in my Rolls Royce. He breaks the side mirror. Boom! He breaks God it off, right? It. And then um. With the eye jam, his shit was already fucked. No, that, that wasn't the eye jam. He was bleeding, but he didn't get. He didn't have the real eye jammy. So I went out the car. I said, "Excuse me, one minute." I got out the car, and I, I hit Mitch, and Mitch went down, and he uh, bent over, and I grabbed his head, and I hit him, boom, one time, and his head hit the floor, mm. and it hit the concrete, boom, and I said, "Oh," then that's when he was out, boom. And I got scared because he didn't move anymore when his head hit the concrete. And that's when I just ran. I ran and got oh, out of the car. Fuck, Mike. Out of here. I thought I killed him. I was so scared. And Mike. this is right on 125th, right? Yeah, I was so happy the next oh, day in the paper fuck. they showed him. Right with his eye. Eye. Yeah, I was so happy. Oh, I know he wasn't fuck, dead then. Bro. And Walter Berry was there. Yeah, Walter was feeling bad. I said, Mike, I feel bad. I don't like to see you. Then I said, Walter, I have to fuck this motherfucker <laughs> up. We the disrespectful fucking that's nigga. That's fucking He's crazy. A, yo, uh, you have, this is a disrespectful motherfucker. You have to see this. This motherfucker. You have no idea how disrespectful this motherfucker is. You have to fight this guy in the street. He's gonna talk to you like a pig in front of the whole the whole you ever see how you ever see how um Harlem is that all those people walking? He's talking to you like a fucking piece of rat shit in front of thousands of people. Loud, Loud. Jerry yeah. Curl motherfucker. Now, bitch ass faggot homo bitch dick sucking nigga. Yeah, in front of all these people. Like, oh shit. And I used to start attacking oh, He was one of the last the last the, the last uh, re- last remaining people with a jerry curl too. No, listen, you don't see they don't have Nick you don't see black people look like that anymore. Black people don't look like that's gone, all right? They may have a little texture in their hair, but no more of the jerry curl. That's gone. The era's over. But listen, Yo. man, this guy has rock in it. Yo. But this is what this is how interesting he is. This guy would rob the gas station. This is what he would do. So there's not enough money. If it's too early, he got there too early. He would tie the guy up, hide him under the gas station, and start pumping the gas and taking the money. Pumping Mitch, the gas, Mitch Green. He's yeah. a piece of shit. Oh, he's a, yeah. I'm a right hand of guy. He would pump the gas and take the got the guy. Where is, still is he? Alive? Some, Mitch is still alive based on everything. Listen, I don't know, man. The guy be shitting, the guy tied up shitting on himself Damn. and all that. Mitch just pumping the gas. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. And he's a Holy big motherfucker, shit. right? Six five. That's fucking funny. Mitch Green is a fucking character. Uh, Rap, did you start acting in New York? L.A. I came out to L.A. Okay. The reason why I came out to L.A., this is a good Brownsville story. So in 88, before I had really figured out what I was going to do, my friends, now I was with some at this point, like, I wasn't doing anything, but they're my friends. I grew up with them. I had been with some dudes that had been, they're rough dudes. Robbing, drug dealers, you know, they were, they were, they were, they were Brownsville dudes. That they, but they, for me, they were my, my guys and shit. And, and they came, I went to college for one semester at SUNY Old Westbury. You probably went up there and bagged some chicks. Where at? In Westbury, <laughs> in Long, Long Island? Island? Yeah. yeah cool. <laughs> Union, I went to Union. Uh, yeah, it was pretty Union cool. up there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uniondale? Yeah, yeah, Union Uniondale up there, hang out with the chick. Right. So, so, so they came out to my college, and this is like a fucking shit. It's all kids from New York City. So my, my guy, Boo Bear, 
who who passed from Howard and my two other friends, they come out and like, yo, don't don't start any shit. Because these are literally dudes that were on some, like, they'd walk past you, yo, what are you looking at? And if you didn't say nothing, they, they, and I'm like, yo, don't, nothing with anybody. Just, everybody's cool here. School, I go to school here. But these were literally on. You can't take them out of the neighborhood, dude. You <laughs> literally can't. Neighborhood. You gotta leave them in the neighborhood. You yeah. literally can't. Because, like, they're on that, what are you looking at shit? Insecure wow. ass niggas, man. You <laughs> can't go nowhere with them, man. That's how it was with my friends, too. You want to show your friends a good time? I made it. Come check this out, guys. And then they fucking go to Sorry, fuck up your other new friend. You tell They're them fucking up your new white friend. These yeah. motherfuckers, chill the fuck out, nigga. These my people, man. It's going to be all right. So, I'm like, these white motherfuckers looking at me. You, you must have been on that, what are you looking at, shit in here. All the time. I had to, I had to learn. I get reprogrammed. Because I had to reprogram me. Because <laughs> so of what are you looking You literally start. So we're up in, 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 in fucking old Westbury. There had been a couple little like yo chill, literally like you have to like 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 a, like a pit bull, yeah. chill, 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 stop. You know you can't keep them off the leash. These are when I look back on it. So we made it for it was getting ready. We were getting ready to leave. We were getting ready to leave, and and we're coming out of some fucking like hallway or something like that. And these other two dudes like yo step outside. My man had just been in the hospital. Had gotten shot. In Brookdale. <laughs> I know Brookdale. I used to rob the building in Brookdale. He had just gone out. He wasn't even healthy. He had just Fucking gotten Brookdale. shot. And, and he's like, he still has stitches in him. My other two guys uh, were, were, were good. They're like, what are you looking at? Step outside. Step outside. And the next thing you know, we're in a parking lot. And there's cars. And the dividers in the parking lots all have rocks. That's how they fill up, you know, the spaces. So when we step outside, they're already out there. They start throwing rocks. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So this one kid, me and him, we're, we're like fighting and shit. We're like tight, tight, tight up. You know, like we're grabbing and shit like that. And I see his man and it's, 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 it's either three on four or two on four. But they were like step outside. So we get outside. Me and this dude are like tied up. We're like, it's not like we're like fighting. We're like tied up. And I see the dude throwing a rock, come, coming at me throwing a rock. And I lean down like that and, and I, I feel like boom. And I knew it wasn't a punch, just the way it felt hit the me. blood come down. I felt the blood coming down. You see this scar right here. I can dig it on my forehead. This shit. Ooh. So, so, um, they're th- like, I'm like, oh shit! I grab the dude. <laughs> I, can dig I it. get him on top of a car. Now my weight is fully on him, right? My weight is fully on him. My arms are underneath him. I can't get my arms up. His head is right here, right to my face. This cocksucker, Mike, bit my fucking ear. Oh, everything goes. Bit my fucking ear. <laughs> it looks. Oh Look at no! My, I got the oh, Evander Holyfield. You, you do. You look like it. He bit my fucking ear, and when he's biting my fucking ear, I go, "Yo, you're biting my fucking ear." I like <laughs> as if he didn't notice shit. <laughs> I feel like my ear, like it goes numb. I pull off him. I can feel blood coming down here. Blood coming down here. No one's punched me. Like, it's just a skirmish. We get in the car. We try to run these fucking dudes over. My Brownsville dudes who had just, one of them just gotten shot. Like, I'm like, my life is over. I can't feel my ear. Like, to them, this is like a nothing. Yeah. He's, they're laughing. These dudes are laughing. Like, yo, son, your ear got bit. Yo, son, your ear. Son. <laughs> so good. Bit my fucking ear. So when Mike, when you bit that motherfucker's ear, I swear to God, I had a physical reaction that I know no one else. Wow, I understood dude. it. 
I understood that shit like like oh, what the pain no. of the shit was. I remember like so I had to get a skin graft and my shit, you know, wow. people don't see it. That's so funny, man. Fuck. But that was some br- that's what you get for hanging out with Brownsville dudes. Yeah, and- man. So then after that you had I went to Brookdale. I went back to Brookdale Hospital. They had to put me in. They left me there. I'm I'm waiting. Wait, this is like this is this is 89. The fucking service in Brookdale is 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 something that it should be ashamed of. I'm laying there. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm by myself. These guys don't wait. Like, you're good. You're going to get a stitch. You'll be fine. And I'm on the gurney, you know, because I had, you know, they, they cover me up. And a guy comes, roll, he had no shirt on. He had a fucking huge wrap around his head. And I'm, like, getting agitated. Like, come on. When are they going to get me out of here? When are they going to get me out of here? The dude next to me in the gurney, he's like, what happened to you? I just, I tell him the whole story that I just told him. I'm like 19 and my heart is racing. I'm scared to death. All this shit. He, I tell him this whole story like it's a big deal. He's talking to me. He got a whole rap on his head. He sa- I said, what happened to you? He said, I got shot in the head. I was like, well, you could go first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a real fucking story. Real fucking story. And then I remember it. And, and then this is when, when you said started acting in, in 1989. I called my father, told him what happened, told him who I was with. Because I hadn't called him all night. He said, I was worried about you. And I told him what happened. He said, I'm glad you're right. He goes, I'm getting to the point where I'm scared the next phone call I'm going to get is there, you got a bullet in you. Oh, no. And that was the end of my – I went to Los Angeles a couple months later, and I was done because m- my father said that to me. I was like, that's not happening to me. So tell me, tell me, Michael, right, hanging around all the people from Browns and all the blacks and stuff, right? How do you, how do you, how do you explain to your family? Because, listen, sometimes I have to explain to people what they mean when they call each other nigger. You know what I mean? I have to explain to the people what the fuck they mean. Like, if I'm with some white people and I put them around – old friends and they can't say nigga they get intense said, right what do they mean why are they calling each other nigga Mike I said no nigga's like a fuck nigga's like person a guy a, a girl a motherfucker dude bro yeah bro whatever so, yeah, the it's fuck hard, it's hard to explain it you know it's used in certain contexts you know I mean, yet no one to use it so, I don't know if you use it with an attitude depends on how you use it you know, smile when you say it, you know, or some shit. You know, it's just the way you say it. My, for me, my, I remember my... It's hard for me to even explain to somebody. And I have to explain. It's bugged it's like, out. Yeah, it's like a it's like a person. It's <laughs> like a person. This nigga right this big old white Caucasian nigga. We say something like that. It's like a person, you know what I mean? That's, it, no, it sounds crazy, but that's just... What it is? That's My how father people, didn't like in that Browns, shit. In Brownsville, that's how people explain it. Big white Caucasian nigga. That's why they go over here and did this and that. Seriously, that's how... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, when I was a kid, I, I like the first. Like I was just when you're young, you don't think so much. But when 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 my dudes used to be in my we're we're kids in my in my in my apartment. And I remember one time we were watching a game. Bullshit it was me and my two friends, and and this and that and this and that's the room's probably this big and this and that. <laughs> you know, like we're we're not because we're kids. These are two uh, black kids and me. Like we had grown up like that. That's how we we spoke, and and. My father burst in the door. I don't, what, is, what are you guys saying? What is, what is this? I don't want any. He was confused. Like, why? Yeah. Are you? And then, and, and, and motherfucker. And, and, and then, you know, he was like, <laughs> you guys either stop or get the fuck out of my house. And my father always remembered. That was, felt like being down south somewhere. Man, Latin, these white people saying, what the hell, nigga? He for? don't know what the fuck is going on. My father was like, I mean, he's a yeah. Jewish dude. He was like, what the fuck is, like, this yeah. is insane. This is insanity. And where you're getting, like, you guys are laughing. It sounds like you're having the, the time of your life and shit. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. But yeah, so that, but but having that, I, you know, one of the things that, like, now where we are and everybody's like, 
the PC-ness and people of color and, and people, you know, and, and all this stuff that people have. One of the things that really bothers me is that the, the, um, the over, the, like the, the, the white guilt is at an all-time high. And a lot of the, to me, the white guilt comes from because some white people and some black people, we're, we're, both, we're both guilty of it. But I'll just speak for my people. Go for it. They don't know. Physically, no. Intimately, no. Any black people, they yeah. look at black people like they're this foreign kind of people. Like they have yeah. to be instead of like people are people. And there's some black people that don't fucking know intimately. And I'm saying I'm not saying sexual. I'm saying intimately. Like they have any friendships. They've never been to a black person's house, and and we don't know each other. So this is where these stereotypes and and these this 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 stuff comes in. And you start looking at people like it's something you see on Instagram or something you see on Blackish or something you see on, on, in a rap video or something you see on the Real Housewives because you don't know people. And there's fucked up white people. There's fucked up black people. There's fucked up Jewish people. There's fucked up Chinese people. We're all fu- we're all the same. And and that's one of the things like that I grew up like I know you know being being exposed to black people being exposed to shit in 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 1560 East New York Avenue in the in the stairwell like I'm like yo this is it, it does something to you, like you just it just is what it is. And that's the blessing I got from hanging around all that shit and you know the 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 curse was getting my ear bit off. Yeah, fuck no. Cocksucker bit my fucking ear, Mike. That was bad. <laughs> why, you, like, yo, we're shooting jokes, but why, 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 why can't we fight? They're losing. Ain't there's no rules in the street fight. Yo, that caught me off guard. That caught me fucking off guard. <laughs> that caught me the fuck off guard. Getting your ear bit off. In a fight. You have to yeah. understand that, listen, we're fighting people in the street. We, we, there's a possibility, we might see, but the possibility we're never going to see these people again, right? Ever. Yeah. So... You don't want to be the fact you ain't going to see this guy again and he left you with all this shit. And what is it over? This was literally over nothing. Nothing. No money, no girls, nothing. It was so dumb. It's because you looked at me wrong. (laughs) It was literally, what are you looking at? And the next thing you know, they're throwing rocks and my fucking ears bit. And my friends are like laughing at me. And you know, Evan. Anything could have happened. I I could agree. Respect is a big thing in the hood. Yeah. You know what I mean? In any hood, black, white, oriental, that's such a big thing. Yeah. How long have we been going? We've been rocking. We've been rocking. Oh, yeah, we've been people bro. that you were going to keep us going for a while, but you don't stop. You Rap, you're the man, dude. Listen, true uh, romance. Stay, uh, thank you. Oh, man, the was sixth that, day. Thank was you. that um, health? Deep blue sea? Uh, fucking real romance. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? True romance. Was that a trip? They beat that girl ass. Remember when they beat her ass? Oh, my God, dude. James Gandolfini, Tony Soprano. Yeah, yeah. beat her ass. Thank what you. was your first movie? This first movie I did was a movie called Zebrahead. I remember that when you said, what the fuck are you doing in that movie? This is real love. How you doing? Me and you, baby. How you say that shit again? Black and white like yeah. this. You want it like this, baby. <laughs> did, you, did you know that girl in the Boucher? The actress? Yeah. You knew her? Um, I've seen her girl. around and right. stuff. Back in the day, she was very attractive. Yeah. This is when Mike was popping, popping, popping. Seen her around back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. I, Mike knew everybody. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty fun. Um. So yeah, that was my first movie, Zebrahead, and then you know just been able to work and and continue to work, and now I, you know, do my podcast and talk my shit and continue to act and you know just. You ever go out with that Bush girl? I didn't. You fuck kn- that must have been something nice. Did you go out? You never went out with her. <laughs> like the fuck, she was so hot and stuff. <laughs> you know, you know who you know who she she was dating at the time mm. when we were doing the movie. I remember she told me this. We were we were in a hotel room, 
uh, a few of us. But she, it, at the time, this is 91, 92, but I remember she, 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 didn't say it, she didn't say dating, but I knew what she meant, De Niro. And I was like, oh, he was so fucking lucky and shit. Bob De Niro was putting it in. Yeah, he <laughs> fuck. Yeah, so, but I remember hearing that shit. I was like, I hadn't, like, hearing somebody that even met Robert De Niro, I was like, what the fuck? You, 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 you're fucking Robert De Niro? I used to give her a hard time all the time. You shit. used to, like, we used to her at the clubs and shit like that? Yeah, I thought, who the fuck are you talking to straight with this guy? He used to just be a dick. With Nabouche. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking funny, man. What's her name? Nabouche. She's an actor. She, she's, she's still around, she, but she's a Brooklyn girl. Pretty. Nice, nice girl. I used to really get on the fucking nerves, though, when, if I really to be sincere <laughs> with you. And um, I remember then I, I had I went through this process. I, w- I went to rehab, and I, she was, I had to make amends with everybody, and I, had to, and I made amends. Hey. Are you I, serious? Not wow. that guy no more. When had you to, had to I, make amends the first time, did you have a long fucking list, Mike? Oh, man. Listen, man. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it. Because the list was overwhelming? No, I wasn't going to do it because I, I, um, I didn't release those feelings I had with these people, these intense, bad intentions I had with these people. It was hard. Ugh, it was man. hard. And some people um, some people I had to make amends, but they were just regular people at the time. And then by the time I came out of rehab and stuff, these people became successful people. And I said, fuck, I'm going to get next to this person now. <laughs> so and I find that one day I met them in an the elevator. They had their bodyguards and stuff. And I made my men that was a little nervous because they had these fucking monsters around them and stuff. And, and I hold their hand and everybody looked up and I said, you know what I mean? I, I like to make amends. My life is different now. And I made amends to them. That's dope. Yeah. That's so awesome, dude. I made amends to um, I still not finished. You got a long fucking yeah, list. I still not finished. <laughs> That's fucking shit. funny. That's fucking funny. I make my amends to these crazy I respect that, though, Mike. I, I, I told you. you know, I, I, And it's, it's hard because sometimes I have no respect for some of these people. That you, know you make I mean? amends for. Yeah. And I have to make amends. And, you know, How do you do that, though? I, hey, listen, man. You have to look it's bigger than you. Right. You know, we have to get all that dirt out of you. Right. I hear you. Because I wouldn't have no respect for my I could continue harassing people. You have to do other stuff. You ever done DMT rap? What's that? Oh, dude. What the dude. fuck is D? I never even heard of DMT. What is that? DMT. DMT too. DMT is like a psychedelic molecule. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I'm not fucking with any of that shit. Hell <laughs> fucking no, man. Hell <laughs> fucking no. I'm not fucking with... No, listen. No. Mike Reese. Yeah. What is that? Some acid shit? No, it takes acid. It's like a hundred times more so than acid. Shit. Yeah, Mike just smoked 5-MeO-DMT, yeah. which comes from this toad. It's a toad venom. Oh, you see, you guys are <laughs> fucking around on another fucking plane. Changed my life. Listen, Did it really? Man, listen, I was always, in the, I was always, I had a bunch of fucking disgusting hoes. I had cocaine. I had lick. I had, oh, nigga, I was about to kill myself. I was going to die. No doubt. I was going right. to really die and stuff, ODing all the time and just destroying myself. And this shit, this shit, like, what did this shit do? I don't know what it did. That's the whole thing. I don't know what the fuck it did. I just I don't do that no more. Right. I hear you. I don't know what it did. Fuck. You fucking. He thought he was dying. Is everybody in this fucking place? Like, I feel like everybody in this whole studio is whacked out of their fucking tree. The cameraman. Are you guys fucking whacked out of your fucking, on that toad venom? Yeah, these guys are interesting guys. You're on that fucking toad venom? I, I, I talked to everybody out there. These guys, everybody's stoned out of their fucking minds and shit. They're on that good toad venom. <laughs> this guy's fuck. It's true. Yeah, I see. I I can't. No, it's good stuff, man. It helps people I'm a night- with like addiction. Where do you depression. get this shit from? 
You do it with a shaman. A shaman, he gets it from the Sonora Desert in Mexico, and they live in the ground like um, 10 months out of the year. Yeah. All right. That's why I believe you can't take them out of their um, environment because they won't be as potent. Uh, Listen. I, I need to be under doctor supervision to do that shit, man. I don't want to, like, buy, my wife doesn't want anything to do with me. I, I'm sure oh, she'll be like, man, nah, fuck no. Listen, it's just, I'm just very grateful I had the opportunity to experience it. Because all my life, I thought, uh, at that stage in my life before I did the tour, I said, nobody can tell me shit. I've been all over the world. I, I've been with all kind of girls. I've made all kind of great business deals. I've been wealthy before. I've done this before. I've done this. What are these motherfuckers going to tell me? This common looking motherfucker. Uh. What are they going to tell me? He couldn't tell me. So, me. Let me see this shit you got. So, I experienced it, and um, it's never been the same. Do man. you smoke it, or is it like a... You smoke it, yeah. It's putting it in a pipe. It's like a crack pipe, and you smoke it. Wow. That toad venom. Toad venom, man. No more ego. No more thinking I'm the baddest motherfucker on the planet. Fuck you, nigga. No more bitches to hold and all that stuff. It's shit. It's just, I don't know. I hear you. I don't know. <laughs> I, what, do you got some toad venom here? Oh, man. I wish I wish. No, I we don't. Yeah. You Maybe. Know, you know what happened? You just go, man. As soon as you're smoking, you just go to this um, dimension. You just even, you can't, it's inconceivable. You can't even explain it to people. Do you know how long you were you were high for on it? 15 minutes. I thought it was two hours, three hours. Wow. You fuck with that Toad Venom hard body, right? I could tell. He hasn't tried it yet. You haven't fucked with I that Venom? But you got I've the done, beads, though. I see I've you got the beads. I've done ayahuasca and DMT, yeah. but not the 5 ME. Because what I did Man, was he, like the he, riverboat ride. This shit's like the spaceship. I hear you. I hear you. you know? Shit. Well, listen, if I would have knew, um, I'm so happy I didn't know what I was getting myself into. If I would have knew that I was going to feel that way, if I would have saw this on the film in advance before I did, I would have never taken it. Mm. Pretty dope, dude. All right, maybe I gotta, I'll, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta run it up the flagpole. So what do you do with your kids? What do you have? What kind of time you spend with them? Well, they're older now. My one son's in New York. He's going yeah. to college and shit. Fuck, you meet that boyfriend, the girlfriend. Well, I, he, he he didn't introduce you to his girlfriend. Fuck. He, but he. he Damn. Gee. I know it's. Where'd that lighter go? Uh, I have one right here. There's one there too. Oh shoot. <coughs> um, but yeah, they're they're they're. <laughs> they're, they're they're young adults. My girls shit. don't bring their friends to see me. Never bring the friends. Because we're, we're dads. Yeah, we're, you're, 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 uh, we're, I mean, even though you're Mike Tyson, you got on fucking you got on fucking New Balance. So yeah, you're just right. a dad, right? Yeah, they're my shoes and I cool it all to my kids. Fuck. No, they must think they're you're comfortable like, as fuck. Yeah. I try to tell that too. My kids are like the New Balance. Like now, the New Balance they wear them. It's like ironic for them. Yeah, to wear yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know that, Mike. Like these are becoming like, hip with the kids because it's like ironic. Like oh, I'm I'm cool, but I'm wearing dad shoes. Yeah, yeah. Them, them shits, Mike, even you can't make them shits cool. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know, but they feel good. I, I'm with you. I'm done <laughs> with my yeah. cool shit. So, yeah. But, but Mike, my kids. Can I see that lighter real quick? My kids are the same Pass way. The they don't want to uh, really. Uh, they're, yeah, they're, so what they're, school they go to? My daughter just graduated from NYU. Oh, shit. My, yeah. my son goes to the new school. It's like this. It's like a subsidiary of of NYU. It's like a art. It's more specifically based on the arts. You know, like m- music and I don't. Yeah. So, but it's it's right near NYU, right down there in the village. You know, um, Evan, Noah's became Noah's challenging. Um, paying um tuition's a trip. Fuck. That's a trip, right? You know, then you really you know that you're um you're an adult when you're giving all this money for someone else. <laughs> you know, I'm saying, wow, this is a lot of money to be paying these kids. You know, you realize that God, do I really want them to go to school? Do they really want to go to school? You do they really want to go? Yeah. Like this ain't no fucking. You're not going to like this ain't a this ain't a trip to fucking Palm Springs. So my son, he, he goes to American University in D.C., but I don't know if he really wanted to go to school. 
You know, and, and the reason why the reason why you start asking that is because of the prices. Yeah, what like is it a hundred grand a year? Yeah, yeah close to eighty six. So you start like to go like, motherfucker, I'm paying for this. Do you really like? I'm, yeah, fuck yeah. I'm this. I'm paying for something that yeah. I don't have to pay for eighty six thousand dollars. That's a shitload of money. So, so if you're going there, does you're not going no, there? No, no, those are in quarters, nigga. Isn't that the whole pay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, know. but it's it's fucked that's up. That's just one. Yeah. That's one. Private year. school yeah. is a fucking uh, a motherfucker, yeah. man. High school, fucking, and you start to go like, hey, you don't want to fucking do this shit? Go to public school. Yeah, dude. Yeah, when I, I played for the Bears, ed, so you know, I played ed, for the Bears. Yeah. My daughter was in a fucking Montessori school in Chicago that was like two grand a yeah, month. Yeah, we went there too. Went to Montessori school in DC. Two grand, you'd be lucky to pay for that now. You'd yeah. be lucky to fucking oh, pay yeah. for that now. No, no, no. I'm talking about $35,000 oh, yeah. for sixth grade. I know. The fuck? Dude, this was preschool. I was and like, they're complaining crazy. about shit. Yeah. <laughs> 35 you fucking I'm not making for $35,000. There's no more daddy can you make me a sandwich. They need to figure out, give you something, a ravioli or something. You know, um, that's just, that's, that has a lot to do with us and our insecurities. We want our kids to have the best, probably yeah. we didn't have the best. So we want them to have more education of a, or a better lifestyle than what we had. You know, that's what, right? That's really what it is, right? And, and, you don't want to be as reckless as we were. I agree. You want to protect them and all that shit, but you start to, when it's, when, when it's 35000 or college, you're like, motherfucker, we're not... This is fucking... No, I understand the joke to my son is a joke to him and stuff. You know, this stuff is a joke to him. He didn't get it yet. It's so crazy that that <laughs> happens, didn't get it yet. you know, when you're born into that. Right. That you don't realize well, look what where it took. This you know? fucking guy came yeah. up, you know, shit. I know. It's so crazy. Like, yeah. Mike, you, what it took for you to generate that life, and then your kids think it's just normal. That's like the normal they do. life. Know. <laughs> they understand uh, my friend my kids don't have even enough black friends <laughs> and they're yeah. black yeah they don't have enough black friends well rap what are you up to these days man i'm uh getting ready to start shooting this uh netflix show the third season called atypical and i got the i am Rappaport stereo podcast so tell me man about this netflix everybody going to netflix they're giving money away huh they're giving money it's consistent. It, it keeps getting bigger and bigger, and it's changed TV and shit. They, it, it's like a network. It's like a network, but it's it's uh, they changed. They're game changers. They fucking change the game. So they got all kinds of shit. Original programming and you know movies and it's Netflix is dope. You you watch Netflix? Hey, yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, good, Who doesn't? It's like a staple now. Everybody. It's like it's like it's like you know Nike, Pepsi, Netflix, ABC. You might even say Netflix before ABC or HBO. Yeah, it's fucking been ten years of this shit. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy that it's become. It's of course I got Netflix. Like the answer is of course I got Netflix. Yeah, yeah. You know you so, don't. If you don't, right? You're, fucking, you're missing you're out. Alien because Netflix is dope. Yeah. Netflix is shit. fucking dope. It is, man. You, Netflix the, and chill and murder doc and chill. Yeah, the future. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, so I'm just doing that. So I'm doing the podcast. I am Rapport Stereo Podcast Championship Podcast. Tell me this: What is it that you want? What would be your crowning achievement? What is it that you want to achieve in this particular field? If if my and keeping it real, keeping it real. My you know crowning I mean? achievement would to 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 be to to write. Direct and act in a really good movie, whether whether it makes money 
or or but like if I know it's dope, like if I wrote, directed, and acted, I would be like that's that's pretty. For, as far as artistry, like acting, you know, like it's it, not life. That would be something I want to do, and uh, that's 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 the thing. I'm, I'm like I would I would be excited about to do that shit, which is not easy. People, you know, you see people do it, pull it off. Actors do it. When they do that shit, that shit's if you write, direct, and act in something, and it's dope. That's rare to, to happen. What Have the you, fuck you think about? I'm sorry. I'm no, no, you, Mike. What the fuck you think about? Um, man, it's just so enlightening too. Um, about um, Spike Lee winning the Oscar, isn't that incredible? I mean, shit, Mike. That's incredible. I'm just so happy. I was almost going to cry for the mother. Oh, uh, it's awesome. Yeah, it was. Shit. It was dope. It was dope seeing him do it, and 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 his his movies, and you know. I got you know to work- how hard it is for him to get it. How you know how opinionated he is? Yeah, openly the way he talks about these people and they got that award. And and you know you you know Mike's Spike. Sometimes I'm like eh, but but Spike Lee, cre- Spike Lee uh, gave careers to so many. Rosie Perez, John Turturro. Got Danny Aiello his only Oscar nomination. Made Denzel Washington a sex symbol. Mo Better Blues. Robin Harris. The late great Robin that's Harris. That's my man. Yeah, that's my guy, Robin. Samuel Jackson. Like, yeah, listen, Robin never got the, um, the praise that he deserved, though. But he was the man. He was a funny motherfucker. Oh right? man, yeah. He got Family game. Life. He got Ray Allen. So I, good. I mean, you know, so he gave a lot of people. You know, he's been. We. He sort of. You know, he's been rocking. She gotta have it. That she, was a good one too. You know, he's been rocking. So I'm glad he he got the award. Uh, and uh, you know, he because he if anybody. Uh, loves and appreciates the business and the, the culture of Academy Awards and understands the history of it. Spike is like, he he knows everything about this business. Yeah, the good, the bad, the frustrating, the movie business, the Academy Awards. He 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 knows all. Of, he's seen everything. That motherfucker's like an encyclopedia, Google uh, of of film and cinema. So it's dope that he got it. That's dope. You need a Brooklyn dude. Yeah, man, that's awesome. You know, and he was one of the first people to like bring, you know, like one pass me one of those Jay's brother, the lighter. lighter. Thank you. He, he mm-hmm. was one of the first people to like, you know, you know, have like shops in Brooklyn. He had the Spike Lee store, and you know, and he was always talking about that, you know, that Brooklyn shit in a different way. So, so it, you know, Crooklyn Dodgers feels so good to be a Crooklyn Dodger. So yeah. What else? You got brother? me fucked up in here, man. Oh, what was I gonna John say? Singleton, what was that movie you played with the you Higher the, Learning? You were the fucking you turned into the Nazi guy, skinhead. you started hanging with the skinhead. Yeah. It was dope. You did a good job. Thanks, Mike. You did a good fucking <laughs> job. Always, man. You always do a good job, man. Oh shit. Higher learning, it was dope. Regina King was in that. Yeah. She just won the Oscar too. Yeah. Ice Cube. She deserved it big time. She's dope. Cole Hauser, John directed it, Omar Epps. It was originally going to be Tupac and Leonardo DiCaprio. In uh, what movie? In Higher Learning. Higher Learning. Oh, wow. But Tupac, they couldn't finance it. Um, they, they couldn't get insurance because he had gotten locked up. Oh, wow. You know, being a Brooklyn guy, I'm so proud when I see Brooklyn guys make it. You know, I know what it's like. No one makes it. I know by the time they make it, they lost so many people. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, yeah it's Brooklyn... You live in New York. I'm back and forth okay. here, here in Los Angeles, and uh, and New York. I don't, I don't fuck with the winter. I don't. Do miss you the have cold. friends? Do you have friends like um, you used to be friends with them for a long time? Then when you made it, they thought you were supposed to bring it with them, and your guys not friends anymore. Kind of. Yeah, it's tough. The trip, right? 
Yeah, because you, you you know you want to help out, but then you can't. You got you, you can't abuse yourself. You can't abuse yourself. That's what we do. We abuse ourselves by doing that. Way. Yeah. I, I and I I used to be overly generous, and you say, oh well, that's not a bad thing. Yeah, it is a bad thing if you're overly generous and you're generous, and 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 you know, Mike, I got a face like I think it's, it's a disposition like that people think like I got like a fucking dumb looking face, like I just it's part of my look. Like my face is like kind of like you dumb fuck. Even if you you know me, and and sometimes I think people try to get over on that. And it, it you know relationships, being, platonic relationships with you with your boys, we're, we're guys. They're not fucking easy either. No. Like you think about how like you know like so being married to one person and stuff, but like just being friends with somebody. For a long period of time, yeah, you know it seems all good when you're at the club and you're young and it's not, you, but you know things yeah. happen. People get yeah. jealous. People, people fucking, you know, relationships are hard to keep. You know, they're they're work, all of them. Yeah. You know, maintaining them, staying in touch. When you get older, you got kids, you move. Oh, I haven't seen you, in, and then it's one year, and I haven't seen you in two years, and and you know, and then like real tight people, like success and money and. You know, like, you fuck all that. I, I got to take care of myself. I got to take care of my family. I'm not taking care of, like, I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up a couple of times, but at a certain point. But sometimes you can't. It's hard enough. Up. Sometimes you can't even hook them up. Because, listen, um, I'll give you a job, but they don't even want to work. I'll give them a job if they want to work. You know what I mean? They don't, they don't want to so work. So then they don't work, and then you got to fire them, so you're a yeah. double asshole. They're not right. Work. They're not going to work. Yeah, it's it's tough. I, I just had some shit with, like, over some money and success, and I'm just like, Interesting. You 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 have been rocking with me from day one, and now you think you think you, um, it's almost like having a second wife. Yeah. No, serious. Like having a second wife. It, you're right. You're fucking right. Your business partner. No, you're your friends. You're, you're your people, friends, man, yeah. and and success and money, and it's not about like success and money necessarily, like famous people. Just regular. It happens at any level. It could just be anything. It could just be any fucking thing. It's. Yeah, no, I've just went through it myself. And a great friend, great guy, but I got to go on with this life now. This is the new dimension in my life I got to deal with. It's bullshit, you know. Hmm. It's it's bullshit. It's it doesn't have to be some dramatic fallout either. It just could just be, you know, you, it's, it's sometimes it's drama, sometimes it's just I uh, wouldn't just, you know, this ain't happening right now. You could come back around. Who the fuck knows? Life is short. Who would you want to work with? Who's your director you would want to work with? Scorsese? Yeah, Quinn Tarantino, those are the guys that I. You know how to get I know what I was going to ask. You ever talk to these guys and try to get? I'm, I'm working. It's got you know. It's the right. It's the right, they know me. I know them. It's got to be the right thing at the right time where they see it and I see it, and and I'm, it'll happen. Uh, you know, and until then, I'm a fucking fan. I can I, dig I, it. I love those motherfuckers. Scorsese's my fucking dude. Yeah, and I, I've you know I just has always been, man. That's my fucking Goodfellas Casino. Forget it. Raging uh, Bull, Raging oh, Bull, right Oh my God, Raging Bull is so good. Mike, talk about Jake just as a fighter, because I know you 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 know all this. Talk about Jake Lamada. Yeah, determined fighter. Um, w- determined fighter, very hard fighter to beat. Strong will, determined. Hard. It's hard to beat. It's a fucking rock. Hard like hitting this fucking wall. You know what I mean? Had that low style. Yeah, but he was he he didn't get hit as much people thought he did. You know, everybody thought he got hit more than he did. He was real smart, you know. Sugar Ray Robertson. Oh, they were beautiful fights. They would go at it. Oh, they were their rivals. 
A puncher versus a, like a, the boxer versus the uh, puncher, right? Yeah, but they would punch each other out. They would go for it, man. They were great dope. fights. You know what I call? I call myself the Jake Lamotta of podcasting. <laughs> tell nice. Me, tell me that. Tell me why you say that. Because you could. Because you know. I, I say I'm gonna take you 15 rounds into the deep, yeah. the deep water, he's like Jake. He's like, gonna take you to 15 rounds. Like I, I like I, I'm, I'm the, I, the champion. For me, I talk shit, so I call myself the the the, the shit, the, the champion of shit talking, and I'm gonna take you 15 rounds. And I'm gonna into the deep waters, the Jake Lamotta of podcasting. I love that's that, dude. right? That's one thing about Ali. That's why Ali was so tough to beat, right? Because Ali, this is one thing you have to realize when you go into fight Ali. The first thing you have, this is just the first thing you, besides you, you have great boxing skills, you punch hard, you got great determination. Before all that stuff, you have to have a program in your fucking mind and in your heart, I'm going 15 rounds, okay, because I'm not knocking this guy out. Hmm. That's it. Yeah, you got to prepare to go 15 fucking rounds because this guy's going nowhere. Nowhere. No, he's going nowhere. <laughs> you better prepare to go 15 rounds. 15 deep yeah, ones. Yeah, deep with hard ones. Shit, oh. yeah. He's going to take you there. And, and, and boxing, know what's more interesting? When you lose them and they have those 15 and 20 round fights, really, the guy lost from exhaustion. Can you imagine 20 fucking yeah, rounds? Yeah, lost from exhaustion. Yeah. You 20 probably couldn't pick your arms up, dude. 20 rounds of boxing uh, with bare knuckles and shit? And this is what I thought. This, I said, well, listen, it was 20, 40 rounds back then. Those guys probably fought in slow motion to keep themselves just able to go the distance. Yeah, so they yeah. probably do one punch or five punches around. These guys are fighting full fucking speed ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 20, Trying 40 to kill rounds. Each going other. For Round 36. <laughs> 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 they're fighting and they're going for it. I'm thinking, oh, shit. Wow, dude. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. They're yeah. in tremendous shape. It was all psychological. They were in tremendous shape. Unbelievable round shape. Round 28. Boom, Fuck. boom, 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 boom. Drop. Knocked down. He gets back up. The 40th round comes. Boom. He gets knocked down. The 28th. Then he come back and knock the guy down in the 40th round. Crazy. Fuck. That's some other shit. That's savage shit. I, I told you I started doing stand-up comedy when I, was, deep. when I was 19. But you know what it is now yeah. because you, you did the show. Even though, the, but like you would riff off sometimes, which yeah, is no unusual. It's unusual. I never seen anyone do that because I seen you do the show three times. It's different, man. Being a stand-up comedian, that's a different monster. That's a different right? thing. Yeah, it's a different thing. And I, yeah. I started back doing it. It's that's when, so intimate. That is deep, right there. You know, you got to expect to make these guys laugh talking to yourself. Right. You're talking to yourself. You're an idiot. You're talking to yourself. These guys gotta laugh. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta make these people laugh. They come to, to laugh. Yeah. At least with a one-man show, like it's a script, and you could always revert back exactly. to the script, and you could go, well, I can make them laugh, I can make them cry. Comedy clubs, they come for one reason, to laugh. Yeah. They motherfuckers come out. That's like saying, I'm going to go to the tennis, that go to play tennis. I'm going to play tennis. I'm going to the comedy club. I expect to laugh, motherfucker. So that, 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 I keep that in consideration when I'm up there fucking around sometimes, because I'm like, they paid to see a show. Yeah. And that can make some, some of these comedians really a bitter kind of people, because they've they're, 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 they're flunked before, and they heard people boo and throw yeah. shit at them before, so they always got to be on top of their game. And imagine, like you said, being a person who's talking to themselves, like that's their psyche. That's why comedians are fucking weirdos in real life. They you have know, to be. They have to be kind of dark. Yeah, dark and, and, and narcissistic and, you know, so so I like it. got to be narcissistic gotta for be. this kind of game. When you got to, like any kind of competition, like football, you have to have that belief that you're a god, kind of, you know what I mean? You, you, you know, there's another thing, Mike, I just wanted to throw this at you when we talk about the podcast. I, I, I said this last week. 
I said on the on the I am Rapport Stereo podcast because I was in the middle of some some shit with some shit talking. I said my taste is impeccable. My style is impregnable. Oh god! And I said, and a shout out to the great Mike Tyson. Hell yeah! But I said that, but like in my shit talk, and I was like, <laughs> my taste is impeccable. My style is impregnable. Ah! Shout out to the great Mike Tyson. Hell yeah! So that I, you are crazy. I, I, I use a lot of boxing <laughs> references in my shit just because, although I've never I, I sparred one you time. You know Danny Jacob. Yes. Yes, he's a good guy. What do you think how he's going to do against um, Alvarez, Canelo? I mean, what do you think? It's going to be a good fight. It's going to be tough for him. For, for think, Danny or for, or for who do you think? Like, if you had to, like, who would you say is going to win? Fuck, I would like Danny to win. You know what I mean? It's going to be a tough fight for him. Yeah, Canelo's a motherfucker. Do you, do you fuck with any boxers at all? Like like in in terms of like like do you do you work with like do you have anything to do with boxing or like or fighters? Not that much really no more. If a young fighter that was like uh, like a real boxer was like, hey Mike, I wanted to come in and and see if you could help me, you know, do the body movement. Would you work with a fighter that or, like like would you do that for the love for the money or if the person asked you like I want to help like the head movement? Listen, if I had the time, I'd do it for free. For the love, yeah. If you respected not the guy. for the love of it, it's for to help the guy, mm. right? To help the guy if I can. If it was somebody that you thought was worthy of it, I don't have to think he's worthy. Yesterday he asked me to do it. That's dope, you know. That's dope. The sensei, dude. Sensei Mike. Wasn't that crazy? I was thinking about. It. I think I can't believe I used to box before. And your style was fucking ill. It was weird. That was just weird doing that stuff. It's vicious, man. But the 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 the, the, the body movement, yeah. the the legs and shit. Like, is your back good? Back fuck. <laughs> that operation got these two bolts in my back. Is it from? Fuck. Is it from the? Yeah, my back and my neck from doing my neck help my um football neck ridges. Yeah, you, you were doing Grab some prehistoric, like old school, like that, that with the fucking strap and the weight. Yeah, yeah, the neck. Now they got the you across with that. Had neck ex, um, operation all fucked up. Wow. Yeah. Shit, brother. Let's wrap this thing. Yo, are you ready? Are you ready, brother? How do we do it? How do we do it? Wrap. Thanks, man. Go ahead. Do you want anybody to? You're know awesome, brother. Yeah, I am Rap Sports Stereo Podcast, Mike. I said this to you before. You've been a part of 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 my life. I'm such a fan. Um, and and the thing I, I told you this, and I wrote about it in my book. I said. You know, you know, and I know, I know you're a work in progress like all of us, but it humbled me watching you come to the other side of who you are today because, you know, I go around with my big mouth and I'm a, I'm a fake, fake, fake tough guy. And, and when going, seeing you go through your stuff and wearing New Balance, and I'm just using that as a, as a sort of symbolism, but for you to be humbled and chill and on the other, it, it, it's something I think about when I start to think that I'm invincible. You know, and that you have to grow up, and that you you have to let your guard down, and you know let, let the young kids let the young kids rule essentially, and and you know be a good person, a decent person, and 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 I respect that so much, Mike. And Thank I'm glad you, Mike. you're doing Thank good. I'm doing my best, man. But that for you, man, you hung out with Jocko and those guys, and those guys were these guys are like legends in my neighborhood. They take all the kids that have talent and stuff, and they help them get to the pros, and they guide them, and these are just awesome role models in our community. You know, in our community, there's a lot of guys that think they're badass, and yeah. they don't got respect. Everybody respect Jocko. Everybody respected him. That's so awesome. And then the way I'm from Brown they don't feel they have to respect people. They just want to kill you. They don't give a fuck. Mm. But yeah, Jocko had that deep respect because everybody knew he was a good man. They knew that shit. He was a good at the at the Brownsville Recreation Center, the BRC. 
Shout out to Jocko, man. Yeah, Shout out big to Jocko. time. Greg Jackson, former New York Nick Brownsville yeah, legend. He was a player, too. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. All right. Well, shit, Mike. Awesome episode, brother. Anytime. I'm so happy you guys are doing this. And I can't wait to see uh, uh, what's next for you guys. And, and this was this is my pleasure. Awesome. Thank my you. Pleasure. It was our pleasure, bro. Come Thank on, you. Great episode, my bro. Is yeah, brothers and sisters, man. I got a brother yeah. and, a, and a sister. Older, younger. Older. Oh, Very different, but similar. Hey, I can dig it. Yeah. You're all different. No one's yeah. the same. Yeah. Older. All right, y'all. All right, you guys. We're out of here. Mike. Peace. That was dope.